1: my head. through the air, it's the I feel. On
0: All right, everybody, welcome to Not Just Blowing Smoke, coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shops Studio Headquarters in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you're watching, whether that's a uh, Facebook or YouTube. Uh, If you're here in the audience, hey, hey, how are you? We're glad you're here tonight. If you're listening after the fact on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, wherever else you may have found us, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't ever miss a thing. My name is Pastor Padron. I'm here with my co-hosts, Pat and Dave. We have Debris with us from the 724 Lounge. And we are doing our cigar of the year episode tonight and we are talking about cigars that we are picking as the best of 2022 for several different categories which is something new and something else that we're doing new this year for the first time is we have a consumer's choice pack to pick what we're calling the humidor choice of the year and uh, customers got this pack it was a pack of four cigars, all of which had been unbanded and then rebanded with just numbers, one through four. And so it was a blind smoking. You could get the pack for thirty-nine ninety-nine, And we've sold a number of these over the last couple of weeks, gotten results back from the people who smoked them. They have been rated, and we will be announcing what those cigars are and which one ultimately will be the winner of the... Um, uh, consumer choice for Cigar of the Year in the humidor. <sighs> That's what we're doing tonight. Awesome. It's going awesome. to be a fun Great. time. Now, before we get into that, we're all drinking something. Brie, you want to tell us about what we're drinking? Right. We need to distribute
2: oh. the cigars first so we can get those cut and lit. Sure. Yeah, we can do that while okay. we're talking. So I you. have numbers on this piece of paper. I'm just going to hand them out to people, and whichever one it is is ultimately what you're smoking. So... He already pre-chose. oh preach oh, he, do three it last. There. oh see, he knows mm-hmm. which number is which <laughs> i don't i know there i have no clue which ones they are actually. i get number, number
0: 2 one. <laughs> number 2
2: the force is strong i got 4 3 one. all right so I get those sent out
0: okay which, which ones you got Dan? number 2 number you got two. 2 number 2
2: two Brie oh. got one Ooh, number 2 got 3 Spendu. i got four <clears throat>
0: All right, oh, you want a little stimpy, stimpy? Of course, all right, let's start lighting these up. Yep, I'll just hold on to that for a second. Are you gonna need a little lighty, lighting? too?
2: Yes, I am, and then while you guys are lighting. And then when Bree's talking about the booze, I'll light mine up. I'll just kind of give a little bit more of a background on these packs. So, we had a total of 39 packs sold. And I had about, I think it was 28 votes returned. So, mm-hmm. you know, for the first year doing it, just want to thank everyone for contributing to it. It's going to be definitely something we do annually now. Um, yeah. I-, I was pretty shocked, like, all... The past couple of weeks, people were kind of mm. guessing what they thought the cigars were. Um, I haven't had anyone guess the correct one. I know, one. right?
3: It's been funny. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's this. It's that."
2: Yeah, and, and I mean, I I've had people like kind of having the right idea with the guess, but ultimately they they haven't guessed it yet. You know, when I made the pack, I thought it was going to be some simple ones in there to kind of guess, but I guess once you take the band off of it, you know, it's it really like disguises a cigar it does. Like,
3: perfectly. You know, it tells you how much how much. You know the band actually speaks for the cigar, you know, because nobody guessed it, and you would think that, you know, oh this, you know, because of how the foot's done, the head, the roll, the you know the the cap, like all these identifiers, but nobody was like able to do it, but everybody smoked these cigars, Mm -hmm. which is wicked funny, I think. Mm -hmm. So what about the drink, Bree?
4: Yeah, so um, we kind of, being that we're smoking a mixed bag tonight, kept it kind of simple, straightforward. Um, As a lot of you are well aware, we have um, some of our own barrel selects here at the 724 Lounge. Um, And one of our more popular ones that, you know, tends to go in a lot of different directions with what you can have it or enjoy it with um, is our Woodford barrel. So um, we are enjoying our 724 Barrel Select Woodford Reserve. Um, it's not quite as intense as our Old Forester Select, but not quite as mild as our Clover. So that puts us at the perfect um, medium point, considering that we are smoking four different cigars tonight. So um, hopefully it will
0: pair up nicely choice.
4: with each one. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so how do you want to proceed with this pet with this part of the show
2: so we can start off just doing like first impressions of the cigar and then the pairing Mm -hmm. and then i think we can open up with the best budget cigar of the year from the humidor okay Mm -hmm. so we're just going to order one to four i guess right
4: okay um yeah, I mean, right off the bat, of the first thing I noticed with this cigar, of course, was that it was a Connecticut wrapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I found, find it interesting because this is actually the size that I tend to go for the least. Um, I'm enjoying it so far just because of the fact that the burn has been even. It lit nicely, and um, even though I'm, I just started it up, the construction is good so far. Um, on the initial light, I got like a small hit of white pepper. And, um, that surprised me a little bit, but it was, again, only on that initial light and it's mellowing out into like your typical Connecticut wrapper cigar. Um, so I'm really curious to see how it progresses. Um, just looking at it, I, I keep, you know, attaching it to, you know, one of the, um, the Davidoffs or, um, I don't know, even one of the Ashton's. Um, so I'm, I'm, very curious to see what this will end up being. Mm. Um, Probably completely off on both of those, but that's just what I assimilate this um, Bitola and um, this flavor with.
2: Yeah, Brie's the only one on the panel that has no clue what's actually in the pack, so she's like (laughs) anyone else out there right now trying to figure out what these are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I have uh, number two. It is a uh, soft box press something or other with a... um, uh, uh, not a Maduro wrapper, but a darker wrapper. Um, I get lots of cedar off of this. Some cream, some cedar spice in the retro, some baking spice in the retro. It's a, um, very, very creamy, very smooth. Um, predominantly, that's what I'm picking up at the moment. The burn is good. The ash is a, a darker. I'm sorry, but I can't help it that yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 the... The ash is a darker gray, and um, the draw is really, really good on this. Um, right now, that's what I got. It's a very enjoyable cigar, whatever it is.
2: Number three, Dave.
0: Um, so this
3: kicks off with a little bit of spice. It's got some sweetness to it. Um, it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, like, uh, the, uh, like that sweet heat spice you get from... Um, sweet heat spice yeah it's like uh yeah it's called anyway the um cajun no not cajun it's it's like you know no like the uh you know like sweet baby rays has like different barbecue sauces and they have one that's called sweet heat yeah and it's like like an orange color but it's got like that sweet spice to it mesquite i don't i wouldn't call it mesquite but habanero maybe i mean but it's like a it's like a chipotle maybe but anyway Pickery. it's got like a little baking spice with sweetness mm. it's very it's got some you know it's creamy uh the draw is nice and open um i wouldn't call this a maduro i don't know what else to like call a it. colorado claro colorado it's pretty close
0: as opposed to a utah claro oh, yes,
2: yes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Little uh tobacconist humor there, people. Got a little bit of white pepper in the in the retrohale. Mhm. But it's very smooth. All right. Very good.
2: Pat. Then number four
0: number four
2: has like a really nice kind of earthy, rigid approach. rigged approach. Rigged. Rigged. Rugged, rigged, rigged. <laughs> rugged um approach to it. And then it kind of settles in your palate and brings up more of those espresso, um, cocoa notes. The hail has like a nice kind of mix of like white and black pepper you know the finish is more of a black pepper but like that stimulation is more of a white pepper and then you get like a nice nice kind of mocha sweetness on the finish that just lingers a little bit of leather sweetness.
0: that sounds really nice mm.
2: and
3: yeah so far yeah, the, the brush is great. bright white
0: That's yeah yep, it's a ash. bright white ash so we know there's a lot of magnesium in that wherever it's mm. from mm. very very good
2: then how's the uh the drink going that one, I haven't skipped mine you yet know. either but yeah. yeah
0: why don't we go around in order again for that mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Free? Free. Hmm. The so this is um the cigar itself is going down surprisingly easy well not surprisingly but it's going down <laughs> easily <laughs> she said <laughs> um i'm getting more of a a sweetness um on the palate now and i think the drink is going to enhance that um i think like now that the cedar is starting to come out in the cigar um the bourbon and the oakiness from the bourbon is playing off of that and it's all it's creating this very like subtle like oaky cedar flavor Mm. that i'm enjoying um trying to figure out the room note this the ash is kind of on um, like a light gray like it has like a little bit of um like a dark gray like tied in there but mm-hmm. um yeah it's starting to build in intensity very very slightly but it's still maintaining that like mild sweetness and then yeah like I said the drink is just enhancing that more
0: okay well I'm having a similar thing happen with number two cigar over here uh it's definitely the the oakiness of the of the Woodford is enhancing those cedar notes, and it's making those cedar notes stronger and maybe even a little less sweet uh, than the cigar is on its own without the drink. Um, That creaminess is uh, dampened a little bit by the uh, bourbon, the wet cream, the cream. Is dampened, dampened. dampened.
2: Finished leather.
0: <laughs> no, I- I'm gonna say it's more kind of unfinished leather. Unfinished real. Swedish leather from sheep. <laughs> bad, <laughs> real bad. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so I- I'm trying to think of another sheep joke, but I I can't. Uh, so anyway. Uh, I'm enjoying what the bourbon is doing to the cigar. Uh, the cedar notes are, I think, one of the highlights of this so far. The bourbon is bringing those out. That's added with the uh, the oakiness of the um, Woodford itself. So you've got this oaky, cedary um, backbone to the, the flavor you're getting, and that's kind of uh, held up by undertones of cream and baking spice and it's very, very nice. There are notes of leather with this, too. Whether it's finished, unfinished, you know, smooth or rawhide, I don't know. But, you know, to me, leather is leather. Mm. Number three, Dave?
3: So um, the drink for me is kind of like toned down the spice of the cigar, but it's made the wood notes come forward. Like there's a lot more cedar and definitely some oak. Um, the wood notes of what? The drink or the cigar? Both both are increased both are increased yep Yep. and the um the the spiciness of the cigar is lowered um mouth feel is like um that's where the spice is it's like when i'm not smoking or drinking i get a nice i'd hope you'd feel in your mouth sp- <laughs> that's where spice. the cigar goes Dave. <laughs> mouth. Oh, which? great mouth yeah great mouth mm-hmm. patio
2: Yeah, number four, the Woodford definitely takes those earthy notes I got initially on my palate and kind of puts in more of like a dark oak. Mm -hmm. Um, It definitely takes a little bit of the sweetness off the finish just because like there's kind of a naturally sweet kind of finish in the bourbon, and it gives me more of like those, the earthy notes come back through the finish. So it kind of like reverts the tasting notes a little bit, introducing that oak note.
0: Oak note. Okay. So while we continue to smoke this, we're going to now uh, start sharing our picks for a number of different categories for best cigar. And this was something that that we we, uh, were really thinking about doing after last year. It it is so hard to just pick one. It really is. Uh, It's been a good year. And this was a very good year for cigars. I totally agree, Dave. And um, so we decided to um, name cigars in Mm -hmm. various categories. And the first one is best value cigar. What's best value? Best value for us, we've defined a value cigar as a cigar that's under ten bucks. Where every size of that cigar available is under ten dollars. A few years ago, that might have been like seven, but in today today's day and age, it's ten. So anything under ten dollars was that, and um, uh, after. Much discussion and debate about this, mm. uh, the Street Taco Carnitas. Oh, I was going to ask
3: if you wanted the drum roll. The I mean.
0: Street Taco Carnitas is the best value cigar of 2022, in the opinion of not just blowing smoke. You mm. could do a applause now if you want, Dave. I can do Applause <laughs> now if <laughs> you yeah. want. Yeah. Oh, we go. There we go. See, applause. That's a very big thing. The best value cigar of twenty twenty two, Street Taco Carnitas by Rojas. Oh, yes, very very good. You know, uh, what were some of the other cigars we were considering in that category?
2: Another big competitor was the Nica Rustica. Yeah, the Adobe that was that was the, the big the
0: that was the big competition. Oil and oil. Yep, and the was Adobe great. was really really good. But, uh, I think just just by volume of we couldn't keep the street taco boxes <laughs> any, any of them any of know? them
3: yeah.
0: in stock it was just it was nuts. Yeah, And I it was just at the regular street It taco, was such but... a unique taste to that cigar too. You know, very very good. So congratulations to Rojas and mm-hmm. uh, the Street Taco Carnitas as um one of the best cigars of 2022, best value cigar. Amen.
2: this seems fitting for us to announce the 4th place cigar that was in the pack that we had so you can get a drum roll ready for this one Dave so mind you all the cigars in this pack even though this is 4th place you had to do really excellent in the humidor to actually make it in the pack so just because it made 4th place doesn't mean it's a bad cigar it's in the top 4 in the humidor so in 4th place drum roll Dave Uh, 104.8 Is the street taco Carnitas? There's no drum roll there, no bars, nothing. The drum roll, yeah. So, not only was the street taco the best budget cigar of the year from us, but also in the humidor, its performance put it in the pack. Which, out of performance alone, without the consumer's opinion, the um, street taco I'd say led the pack in sales objectively in the humidor, yeah. Ro- and then, on that with everything else, Rojas has been doing. It's he, he's done a really really good job being a new brand.
0: hmm Yeah, and the the regular Street Taco, uh, which is what number, f- uh, what what cigar?
2: Number three, with Dave smoking. Number is, three, Dave cigars.
0: The street, the original Street Taco. Yep. The original Carnitas Street Taco.
3: Mm-hmm. No, not the Carnitas. Oh my They're bad. The, the
0: the bro Brojas. The,
3: the Street Taco. Right.
2: You, you can see, just call yeah, it the original, the original street, street taco. taco. The original street taco, yeah. yeah. Like a
3: yeah. Bee or something like that. Or Barabbas?
0: Or, 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 or. Something like that. No. Balboas, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's great that you don't even know what's in the pack there. <laughs> I'd say taco Green Box. I don't know. <laughs> street Taco Green Box. <laughs> <laughs> nom, nom, nom. All right. Uh, what do you want to do next, Pat? I think the next one we can do is... I think
2: we end with the best blend of the year. Yes, so Definitely. The- the next one, I'd say line extension.
0: Okay, best line extension. Let me tell you, this one was tough, too. There was major, major discussion about this. Um, Pat and I almost came to blows <laughs> 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 on Saturday. It was a, a, There's a lot of competition here. Uh, the one that won out, though, for us is, is there a drumroll, Dave?
3: No, I'm trying to find it. I guess I don't have one. Okay, so we'll do applause. So
0: the best line extension. And this is, you know, what this means is, you know, there's there's cigars that come out that aren't new blends, but they are a new size to a series that's already out there. And so you're looking for uh, the best line extension for us is, you know, a line extension that really made that blend stand out. It really shows that that line of cigars really has still legs underneath it and can keep going even though it's been out for a while and this is uh the one that won it definitely shows that the uh cle cbt maduro lancero don't get distracted dave don't get distracted the applause so, has to happen I know, on I'm, point. I'm it has to happen to on find point. The drum roll. Yeah. Well, don't find the drum roll right now. We need the applause. We need the applause. Oh, Dave. Okay. 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 All right. So, uh, <laughs> other other cigars that were being considered for this, it, in my mind, I I could have been happy with almost any of these. Um, the Monte Cristo 1935 Espaso. Mm, sp- that definitely one of my favorite cigars that came out this that year boy. and who who would have thought a 60 ring gauge cigar would make a blend pop mm. but it really did the it, you know and now that i look at the list that was the second time I, I never 60
3: ring gauge pop you know, you know
0: the the eloense uh mocha raton another one that really made things pop at Eda, and that was a bigger ring gauge too mm. Mm. i
3: was gonna see the uh uh, geez, of course now I'm blending. Uh, the, new, the, new, the new, The new Rocky, the DBS, there's a 60, was particularly amazing. Particularly right? good in that blend,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. The Sin Compromiso Paladin de Saka, that was also a, a uh, huge cigar. contender in here. And the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez Corona, an example of how a smaller cigar can really make a blend pop. But, um, it you know when you think about what leaves you with the most wow factor you know in that line wouldn't you agree pat that the the cle cbt maduro did that the lancero
2: yeah i mean once we got that in i think it was um in the beginning of third quarter um i smoked the they have a maduro and a colorado Mm -hmm. and they're both really good but they're both excellent yeah the, the maduro just like you wouldn't even think it's Honduran you know it has like that hickory note they talk about on the show sometimes and it's a phenomenal phenomenal cigar and it got Kurt's seal of approval because he ended up smoking one the other day and wanted to pull the rest of the box off the shelf but we didn't have any backups for it so we didn't. <laughs>
0: yeah well another thing I I, um uh I, I let uh CLE know that we were picking that today they were very pleased and um and uh, wanted us to know that it it is on back order. So if we need more, we should just order more now. Because <laughs> it's going to be a little bit before we
3: get some. Any notes on a sponsorship?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, nope. Uh, okay, so you want to go to the next cigar in the pack, there, Pat? Yep. So, the third
2: place coming at 110 is number 2 and that is number Kurt Kendall 724 Cigar Cars and Cycles. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's
0: what I'm smoking. <laughs> five, We're not getting any faster <laughs> Did you ever watch Did you ever did, hey, no. you, did you ever watch WKRP in Cincinnati, Dave? Did you ever watch that? Yes, yes, WK, RP, yes, yeah I
3: watch up UKrp yes yeah
0: you remember when Johnny fever you know he was he did a show with somebody they were talking about drinking and how it it uh you know dulls your reflexes and stuff and so this guy <laughs> would drink and Johnny fever would take a drink and every time Johnny fever took a drink his reflexes got faster until the and it, it was insane he ended up becoming like the flash he could hit the button faster after a after a you know, twenty-four pack of beer, and the other guy was like, "I can't even move. This isn't possible." You know, <laughs> yeah, that's not happening with you, Dave. You're, you're drinking and you're getting slower. We need to get you faster to the button. Faster. Be Johnny Fever. Words live Be Johnny
4: Fever.
0: Be Johnny Fever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not happening okay all right yeah this is a great cigar uh, it, to me this is one of kurt's um best blends that he's come out with um it would be it would be one of my top two favorite 724 cigars uh, the 113 i think for me still holds the number one spot ironically another cigar he made with the same collaboration the but this is his first box press cigar, mm-hmm. his first all Honduran cigar, yeah. and um, it is phenomenal, phenomenal. And I'm very glad that the cigar made it into the into the uh, four pack. And again, you know, the cigars that made it into the four pack were among the uh, the, the best selling news. new cigars in the last you know year. Uh, or A little bit longer, Um, but very, very good stuff. All right, so Pat, you're guiding the conversation here. What's next?
2: So I'd say the next one we should do the best limited release.
0: Best limited release, limited edition, limited release cigars. There were a number of these that came out this year as well that were excellent. Uh, Among them. uh, you know, and and we, I have to say too that it was hard deciding what was included in this category too, because cigars that aren't necessarily they don't say limited, they're not, you know, maybe they're going to come out again, but they're produced in such small quantities. You 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 must you might as well call them limited because they would only be released, you know, in very limited quantities once a year. Um, The cigars in this category were the uh, Christoph PCA Vengeance box-pressed Figurato. Awesome, Mm -hmm. awesome cigar. The 724 Club Humidor was included in that, what I'm smoking right now. Um, Cigar Cars and Cycles. The Roma Craft Craft 2022 Robusto. That was in there as uh, one of our favorite limited edition cigars. The Tatuaje La Requesa, that was also in there, and uh, the Padrone 1926 number 95 Maduro. But what won mm-hmm. out, what won out again after Pat and I bloodied ourselves, you know, <laughs> on Saturday, was the Byron 1850. That blend is freaking amazing. It's it you know. I think what only two hundred boxes were released. Yep. Like for the Earth, I I'm a big Byron fan already. Um, the Byron Grand Poema cigar is one of the best cigars I've ever had in my life. Um, I had that experience again with the 1850 number three. Unbelievable! I've never paid that much for a cigar in my life. It's 45. Dollars retail for that cigar, it was worth every penny, it was amazing. Um, you know, and we should all say, too, you know, we didn't want price to get in the way of what mm-hmm. we thought was uh the best in each category, we no expense. Um, yeah, so we spared no expense, or at least Pat and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anybody want to say, I mean, honestly, to me. The Tatuaje La Requesa and the Padron 95 were, like, this far behind for me. I, I would go back and forth. But then the, the, the Byron was just so different, whereas the 95 was another great expression of Padron. But it was.
3: Was the Byron one of the ones with the oak? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think, like, the the thing with me is, you know, when you factor the price into it, you know, the La Roquoise that was really high up on my list, mm-hmm. and it's a phenomenal, phenomenal cigar. Again, like, Pete killed it with that blend, but, you know, that w- when we eliminated the price factor from, you know, our conscious, when you look at the Byron, it's such a unique cigar, and, mm-hmm. you know, when you smoke, like, you know, La Roquoise that comes out every so often, different Patolas, and they're all really good. But it's the same blend, it's just mm. in a different size. Where, right. And the same kind of thing with Padron, they don't mm. really disclose what their blend is. We know it's Nicaraguan, but we, you right. know, what Lajero, Secos, Bezos, we don't know what they're doing to it. So, the 95 <laughs> in that sixty-gauge format was a phenomenal cigar, but it very much is Padron. I think it's a fuller bodied more, like, spicy Padron, mm-hmm. but it still is a Padron. And now you have a brand like Byron... And, you know, a lot of them, you know, the Pueymas are different, you know, they're all a little bit different. But this cigar, like I said, it, it's like licking a humidor, like the corduroy. Just, <laughs> well, it's, you just know, it's, so been, woody. it's
3: been, it's been drawing the aroma from a humidor yeah. for and, five years. And like, the, yeah, the, you the, know, the,
2: the big point on it is, is the years it spends in the aging room with its cedars and the oak woods introduced to it now. And you get all of that from that cigar. It's not, you don't have to be like this big cigar snob if aficionado to actually get those notes out of it. Like it's very prevalent in that blend. So I think the fact that they accomplished that, like that's why it stood out to me personally. You know, it, it's it was a really really impressive cigar.
0: Yep. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. you know, cigars like that, the vast majority of us who enjoy cigars, we're not gonna have. Byron 1850s every morning with our coffee, you know, but if you're if you're celebrating something, if it's a special day, you know, birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, Hanukkah, you know, whatever, whatever it is, that's the time to have one. When you want to have a really special cigar, if you can get one of those, you will not be disappointed. It's just a fantastic experience, something (laughs) you sit your wallet Something will you be savor and enjoy for a very you you drag it out as long as you can <clears throat> it's a great cigar that way mm-hmm. all right pat what are we doing next
2: all right so now we're going to do our consumers humidor choice second place cigar which had 104 point oh no, just kidding i just did that one it had 111.5 and it was number one Breeze cigar which is the rocky patel white label churchill Whoa! Ooh.
1: okay
2: okay did a white label oh, churchill yeah, I no
0: action i going to make you hot pepper white pepper cold <laughs> pepper
2: <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i can say that the moment the white label came out in the humidor it, it, it was it, it got in the pack from sales but then also looking at the consumer feedback you know like the moment that cigar came out it you know you had a lot of rocky patel smokers like their top selling is in 1999 connecticut um and, and you know it's around like a ten dollar cigar it's a really consistent cigar it's been consistent for the years it's been out yeah. you know a lot of people that's their go-to it's kind of like a lot of 724 smokers of the wk you know it's a nice reliable mild cigar and then when the white label came out you almost doubled the price of the skew and you know it's it's ten year age, but it's really twelve years age. The tobacco's ten years age. True Connecticut wrapper. They age. They roll the cigar and age it traditional two years. So it's a higher quality cigar. But you know, with mm-hmm. my experience in the humidor, getting someone to jump from a daily smoke being a ten dollar cigar to a twenty dollar cigar it's a pretty tough feat to do and a lot of the rocky guys tried the white label and they kept smoking it you know and the, yep. again like the sales in the humidor alone from the report show that it was a top seller Yep. but the feedback of it was, was really really good and I, I was impressed that it it just took these people and got them on the cigar you know and you know they'll still smoke to 1999 again it's <laughs> but like just you
3: know like, the i haven't price heard point, any negative feedback on that cigar at all i haven't either no and then doubt. even
2: like when it was in the pack it's again people were guessing you know like Davidoff's like Brie when she started was guessing Davidoff and I think that I had one Atabay person guess Atabay but it's funny because like this cigar is really made to compete against those brands so when you take the band off of it it's interesting to me to see that those were the brands that came to everyone's mind when Mm -hmm. they were smoking it no I only had one person guess that there was a Rocky in the pack out of everyone that's talking to me and no, no one thought Rocky Patel when they were smoking that cigar. It was. Everybody thought Ashton. number three was an a edge 20th. That's what I got. And I was like, nope. Yeah. So I was really impressed with the performance of the cigar in the pack and then
0: obviously overall throughout the year in the humidor. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, this was Rocky's most expensive cigar, right? That we had in the store. I mean, mm-hmm. this was. So I was like, you know, Rocky, man, what are you doing? You, you all of your cigars are somewhere between you know 9 12 13 a stick now you got a Robusto that starts at like 20 <laughs> it are, are these just going to sit here on the shelf and no and yeah everybody ate them up you know they found their audience and people love them and you know the like we said the numbers speak for themselves you know the cigars in the pack these were you know four customer favorites and and uh you know kudos to rocky for making a really really awesome upgrade to his uh vintage 99 if somebody wants a connecticut that's exceptionally smooth and creamy you can't go wrong with the white label
4: I'm not gonna lie. The size threw me off because we do sell a lot of the white labels up here, mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying this blend. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Churchill's not like um, a size I typically associate. I guess for whatever reason, right? With, right. Like, Rocky. I, it's it's kind of I know of right. Those... It's like robustos and
0: toros or sixties, yeah, you yep. know.
4: Mm-hmm. So that definitely threw it off. But it Would you ever have
0: guessed that that was a Rocky Patel cigar? No.
4: No honestly again that size throwing me off like i'm really really enjoying the blend and Mm -hmm. um i enjoy a lot of the rocky connecticut's funny enough Mm -hmm. but this isn't a size i typically go for so um i've just been sitting here like what is going on like this is a churchill and i'm like (laughs) powering (laughs) through it (laughs)
0: awesome glad you're enjoying it there um anything else we need to say about that uh i think we can move on to
2: the the best blend of the year which i would say that was probably the big battleground for you and i, I think my two weeks notice still stands right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the thing with this year is like again we last we mentioned year it, yeah. well last year is we mentioned it in the beginning of the show that you know for cigars it was an excellent year i mm. think a lot of new companies came into the humidor a lot of new blends came out and the blend that we chose, I wasn't upset about it and I actually support it. But there's so many other cigars to consider. I wanted to, like, kind of pressure Dan a little bit just to kind of keep other cigars in his mind. Pressure. But, yeah, he you know, did and, that. and Dan will say what it is. But, like, <laughs> there was, like, com- competitors with it was the Oszinger. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the way that it was blended it uses that um Nicaraguan tempe filler tobacco it's, it's a volcanic island off the coast of Nicaragua like I love that tobacco and it's just like when you talk about like you know tobacconists say like, like, you know, tobacco, like, umami which like the perfect balance of sweet salt savory. sour mm-hmm. yeah savory um- it bitters mm. it's it hits everything like it, it's perfect it's like it's right odd. neutral on your palate you know, West Tampa was another one, one of the other CAO guys, you know, specifically the Maduro, again, mm-hmm. utilizes that Nicaragua, Tempe, filler Tobacco, and again, really nice Maduro cigar, it has that nice kind of like rich, dark cocoa, <clears> oak, <throat> a little bit of spice in the retro, a phenomenal cigar, you know, and you can even put like the limited editions we had in, you know, the Soca Con was on there as well, Yep. again, like, it's like Soccer's version of a Liga number no. 9, a little bit different, there's mm-hmm. some subtleties to it, but again it, it really really good cigar and, and 20 acre farm was one that i was pressuring dan a lot for again using you know <laughs> yes, florida sun-grown did. tobacco is not utilized enough in a lot of blends and it's really difficult to actually blend in a cigar and the fact that they took a true connecticut wrapper and mixed it with a florida sun-grown blend and made a nice medium plus bodied connecticut that you know you get that nice creaminess from it the nice spicy kind of sweetness from the florida sun-grown tobacco like that to me was just a knock out of the park for Drew Estate. It's a regular production cigar. I know, I, I you know, Steve Saka said he's gonna start using Florida sun grown, but it's, I think he said it's it's not gonna be friendly to your wallet, something like that in his report. But what you know, <laughs> I'm just impressed that Drew Estate did it, right? Mm-hmm. So Dan can can take it from there. But all right, after
0: again much bloodied battling back and forth, because it was it mm-hmm. was really really tough, but our pick. For the best new blend of 2022 is is well, we got to oh, do it after. Uh, w- did, yeah. you cl- did you no, find I did you find drum roll? You, you didn't find it. Go ahead. Okay, Dave. so the best new blend foundations Olmec Claro, yeah. foundations Olmec Claro, uh, and there was, was one out, and there was much rejoicing. Yay! <laughs> <clears throat> yeah yeah um there was a lot of competition for this like pat said the Osinger, the Saka Khan, uh, another cigar that was being considered was the rocky patel edge 20th um the street taco carnitas was on the list the byron 1850 number three was on the list um in the end what really made things kind of coalesce around uh the olmec was every size was great
3: mm-hmm. and, and,
0: and, and, and it
3: didn't matter the rapper it, either, it, you know, it, and
0: you know the soccer only had the one size and we're not really sure whether or not it's going to come out again before next year so it, it almost like made it is it a limited thing is it a real thing i mean so there was that the Osinger, you know was really good but it, there were it was really exceptional in some sizes and some sizes it wasn't as exceptional even though it is it is a really great cigar across uh the board the same thing was true with the rocky patel edge 20th there seemed to be standout sizes with that and um i, I don't think any of it you know the byron 1850 <laughs> that's so limited too we didn't know if we you know when you when you make a limited cigar that nobody can get the, the cigar of the year that's really just kind of lousy you know and again you know I I have personally a lot of angst over uh, cigar aficionados picking up a number one cigar <laughs> being Cuban. a Cuban <laughs> to me that's just like okay great well moving on to number two you know because I can't you know I, I don't have access to number one mm-hmm.
2: um, and like when I think of like blend of the year cigar of the year I'm looking at like is it a permanent thing you know because like any mm. manufacturer can go into their like rare tobacco like 10 year age tobacco 15 year age tobacco make a limited release out of that tobacco but then to make a cigar that's a regular production that's going to be you know it's going to keep being made to me that's different like the Allmec is something that's here to stay it's not a limited tobacco it's not anything special well I, it is special tobacco but it's not something that's hard to get like he took right. tobacco that he can regularly work with and then made a really really solid blend out of it so so That'd be very special. That was very
0: unique it, to their yeah. line. And you honestly,
2: know. if we had enough of them, I, I I was gonna just make a five pack this year and throw that in there because like when I smoked that cigar, Padrone, That's the first thing that comes when I first smoked it, it reminded me of a Padrone, But I think it's a strong natural
0: or a Maduro? The Claro. <laughs> Yeah, but does the Claro remind you of a natural or a Maduro Oh, oh well, the natural. I mean, the Maduro
2: yeah. honestly reminds me of a Maduro Padron, but it, it, it's like a fuller-bodied, spicier Padron. Mm-hmm. You know, and someone like me that likes getting, like, assaulted by my cigars. And like, that, like, <laughs> and that it's not over spice. in 30 minutes. Yeah, like that heavy spice.
0: This like, lawyer likes getting assaulted.
2: <laughs> like the that <Olmec laughs> kid is just everything for me. And then it has, like, that, if you're a Padron guy, it has that really familiar kind of, you know, to be box press it's just it's a really really good cigar i just hope right. that the back orders stop
0: when this year comes but yeah yeah so congratulations to nick malillo mm-hmm. he's just showing again that he just can keep coming up with great new stuff he had a great year this year he did have a great year this year mm-hmm. um i thought the um um uh, menelik uh, Toro that he came out with was awesome too. The Mocha Ratones that he came out, which were line extensions to the Eluense uh, and Wise Man, mm-hmm. were fantastic as well. And um, the Eluense uh, Mocha Raton was actually, to me, was the more amazing of the two. And I, in the regular line, I prefer the Wise Man. I prefer the Maduro. But when it comes to that chunky little pig, <laughs> I like the. I Can't like your little, little pig. pig. Eloense. I like the Eloense. I My
4: Paul every time you say
0: I sound like uh, Pusset Boots. Yes, it was transcendent. That's what the Olmec Claro is. It's transcendent. And whatever size I've had it in, fantastic. it's been fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Can anyone disagree with me? I think not. Nope yes Mm -hmm. fantastic okay so there you go that and that basically announces our this the not just one (coughs) smoke cigar of the year which is always a new cigar and uh we're continuing with our tradition of making it a cigar that is readily available and not a limited edition cigar uh even though we included some of those in this list but um Man, what what a fantastic what a fantastic cigar! I
2: think, yep. I think it's time to release what the winner of the Consumers Choice was. Yes,
0: I think so too, Pat.
2: Drum All right. So, recapping though, just to kind of bring everyone back. So, fourth place with one four point eight. Whoever put the point eight, by the way, screw you. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, one of four point eight was the Street Taco. Um, third place. Being at 110 was the um, Kurt Kendall 724 Cigar Cows and Cycles. Mm-hmm. Third place at one, uh, 111.5 was Rock Patel's White Label Churchill. And then number four, coming at 135.5, is the Undercrown 10 uh, Toro. Undercrown mm-hmm. 10 Toro. So this cigar. Why am
0: I not surprised that you ended up smoking. The Undercrown no, 10 Maduro. Right? Yeah. So you, you saw like, me... Oh, you need this number. You, you saw, know, saw me you saw me take color.
2: them out of my pocket and I gave right. them out. So. You know, That's uh, what yeah, all the, the
3: magicians say, too. That's what all the <laughs> magicians <laughs> say. You so saw we me... We all got what we wanted to smoke. So it's all funny because... Time.
2: Well, I have to make people think there's some, you know, <laughs> out But out. Um, but, yeah, this cigar is a killer cigar, and it came out, I think, quarter four. It came out in four, uh, five sizes. Four corline, the fifth is limited. So robusto, corona doble, corona, and toro. And then shops got the factory floor edition, which we only have two boxes of, which is a Lonsdale. Then it comes with the little Pumas. And once that cigar came out, it caught traction fast because you know when you don't have Liga Pravada in stock, what do you sell somebody? An underground ten. Mm-hmm. Right, so, and the main difference between the Undercrown 10 to the Coraline Undercrown is it uses a third-priming San Andreas Sat wrapper. Because so well, we are so deprived <laughs> of Liga. Yes, <Yeah>, the <laughs> stock cut uh, <laughs> Montefina binder and then Nicaraguan fillers. And it is a superb cigar. And then this is a 10th anniversary of the Undercrown, which, as we all know on the show, the Undercrown was made because Liga Pravada meaning private blend was a cigar that was made for drew diplomats people in the company and then when the blend succeeded so well they wanted to release it to the market and then obviously like we suffer today back orders people couldn't get the product so then they took those cigars from the factory workers the rollers and said you guys can't smoke liga privada anymore because we don't have enough of it to sell so naturally the factory workers were upset about that but then they said you know no threat. Couldn't
3: it use the same you, wrapper?
2: You, you guys can use tobacco from Liga Pravada and blend your own cigar with it. And then they did that using a stock cut San Andreas wrapper. Again, that Brazil Monopena stock cut binder, then Nicaraguan fillers. And then they made the underground. So this is celebrating the 10 year anniversary of that line being released, which came right behind the Liga 10 anniversary. <laughs> and the second it came in the humidor it just it didn't stop selling up to this point you know we're always reordering sizes of it i haven't heard many bad things about it a lot of and, and then the funny thing about this pack to me is when i made it i thought the rocky white label was going to take it just solely because it's a mild cigar and i think a lot of people that i saw buying the pack typically smoked that kind of cigar and they would never touch an underground 10 because it, it, it's a dark wrapper. It's oily. It's thick. It's going to be a strong cigar. But a lot of those mild cigar smokers, as you can see from the, the ratings here, picked the 10. Yep. Which complete, I, I thought <clears> – <throat> I, I was hesitant to do it just because, like, I didn't think it was – you know, I don't want someone that smokes mild mm-hmm. cigars to smoke this cigar and then get sick on it. But it it, it really shocked me. I I did not it's think such a cigar a smooth cigar. You know, it is, really I and mean, that's the thing. You use, you have the higher priming wrapper. It's age, mm. like it, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal smoke. And yeah. I'm shocked nobody guessed it because when you light up a Drew Estate, the amount of smoke that comes off the foot, it, it's a giveaway. You know, I had some, I, I actually had people guess Liga Privada number nine, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, you're not completely wrong, but it's, it's, it's not the number nine. You know, like we don't even have enough in the shop. I can't put them in a pack, but, right. Um, so yeah, I, I was really impressed with it. So, yeah. Yay. <clears throat>
0: And uh, I was, you know, over at Hooksa today, and one of the things that I heard over there, which echoed what I've heard over here is people who smoke through the packs, they liked everything. Mm -hmm. Nobody complained about any of the cigars in the pack. Everybody was like, you know, all four of these were really, really good. But you know what my favorite was? And most of the time, it was number four. And that happened at Hooksa today. You know, there were a couple of guys who came in. You know, and I asked them what they thought. Uh, They were all really awesome, but number four really stood out to me. So, you know, um, and that became the clear winner, right, Mm -hmm. point-wise? And I am going to say before,
2: just because we have 10 minutes left downstairs, we have one more of these packs downstairs. We took the bands off of them, so obviously we can't resell them. So you have a Rocky White label, you have a Cigar Causes and Cycles, you have a Street Taco, and then Underground Tentoro. Toro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thirty nine dollars. It retails at sixty. So we have one more down there. If anyone now that they know what they are, they want to buy the pack before we take it off the shelf. So
0: yeah, run. If anyone's into it, but <laughs> go get it now before it's gone. Get it done. <laughs> very, very good. Pat, I saw you move for a
2: second. Yeah. Do it right now. Get up. Take yeah. it, buy it, buy it, oh, buy oh, it right now. Just tried down, it's already gone. It's it's
0: gone. gone? Just asked, yeah. wow. Oh, <laughs> oh well, there you go, gone. Pat. False, huh? false advertising on not just I mean,
2: Well, he said it's gone. No, but they can buy it shelf. Oh, and then if anyone buys a cigar that was in the pack tonight, it's 10% off tonight as well. So you guys Ooh, right. can utilize that. They charged me <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're a pruner. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Very good. So, uh, how do we, what were some of the, uh... well, I have an interesting fact. So,
3: yeah. one of the things I was doing, um, one of the things I do in Hookset, um, <laughs> at the end of the it's so why a, is that funny? It's going to be appropriate for <laughs> One the of the things I do in Hood, Hookset is we go over, like, you know, what were the best selling cigars of the year, you know, in Hookset and stuff like that. Um, and, The first time I ran the report, I I ran it wrong, and it did this year. And interesting enough, the number one cigar so far this year... (laughs) For the first week in January. For the first first week in January, was the Twins 25th Anniversary Cigar.
2: And I thought that was That's awesome. Pat, the pack's not gone. I just got confirmation of that. It's down there. I I have one of my guys right now saying, come get it. Don't trip. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep. Very good. Yeah, no, that's we did that last week on the show. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic cigar.
4: Been seeing it a lot up here too. Yep. Oh, so the getting funny
2: thing about feedback about, about Kurt's cigar is I have numerous people guessing it. I was getting Placentia. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to
0: ask you about this. What were people thinking Kurt's cigar was?
2: They thought it was the Plasencia <clears throat> forte Natural. I've had some people guess it was mm-hmm. Padron. I had a lot of people thinking I could have Havano. Yeah. So and it, it was just funny to me because like again like cigar calls and cycle is really really good cigar and mm-hmm. you, you could put it up against those blends, but when you take the band off, it, it's 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 so just funny to me what it people is. Would it's guess. Amazing. I had a lot of people think the Underground Ten was a West Tampa, um, and then again like the Rocky Patel, they thought it was a Davidoff and Ashton, and then the Street Taco a lot. I've had numerous people tell me it was a Tatuaje, Brown Label.
0: Really, they thought it was a seventh. Yep, to me, the street taco, the original street taco cigar, has such a unique flavor. I know. If it's I were to smoke it, I'd well, be like, Oh, street taco, uh, street taco, you know, because well, it, it, it's I've, got I smoke this, one every single it day. Got, so. It has this kind of paprika kind of spice to it, it's like it, this, it's got like this sweet spice to it. it, it. It's beautiful, it, if you could make a cigar <laughs> taste like a taco. <laughs> that's what, what it would be taco. it's a street taco it's a perfect name for
2: it and the thing that i love about doing this and why we're going to make this like an annual thing is it's... it was four really good cigars that i don't think a lot of people would have smoked had it not been for that pack and i think it exposed people to just different kinds of blends you know mm-hmm. like again a lot yeah. of my mild yeah, smokers we went
3: and on this the next and time smoked the... a lot more packs
2: yeah, I I mean definitely yeah. next year we're going to do better. That was such a planning. good idea,
3: but it was last minute. But It's it's we will probably do it for, for the whole month and, dreaming up this. That was awesome. But it's just it, 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 it's
2: it's Salud. very unique when you see like you take the I I finished mine already. Of course you did, Pat. <laughs> but it, it's just unique when you take a band off of a cigar or like the different you know, like everyone's brains going, they're trying to guess what it is. And you know, I had um Joey Blanco in the humidor yesterday for two hours with his pack, putting it next to different cigars and <laughs> oh, no, he, he couldn't he, he couldn't guess what any of them were. I mean he got kind of close to cigar cosmic cycles. I was like, Oh, that's not what it is, right? But
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> you
2: know, it, it was definitely fun and I hope people that bought the pack had fun doing it. yeah so. Yeah. So
3: do you know what the best cigar, the best selling cigar was in Hookset last year?
0: What is the best selling cigar in Hooksit?
3: A Placencia Fuerte
0: 6-2. Not surprised. Not surprised. They've got this thing over at that store, Placencia Friday. Oh my gosh, you can't keep those things in stock. Mm-mm.
3: Yep, we just got five boxes, or six, and they're already gone. Uh, we're on the sixth one, I think, since you got there. Yep, so. yep very good
0: stuff so to kind of uh um re not rehash just to reiterate what the uh uh cigar choices of the the best of 2022 for us were the best line extension the cle cbt maduro lancero the best limited edition cigar the byron 1850 (laughs) best value cigar that's a cigar that's under 10 bucks uh, the Street Taco, Carnitas. And the best new blend, uh, Foundations, Olmet Claro. Yeah. And then the uh, Consumer Choice Humidor Pick of the Year 2022 <coughs> goes to the Undercrown, Ten Toro. Very nice. Yeah.
2: Since we have some extra time, can we add two fun categories that we can kind of go back and forth on?
0: I suppose it's not even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Two categories do want to
2: do, that I want to do is what well, uh, we think. I the, don't
0: like surprises, Pat.
2: The best factory of the year and then the best said. packaging of the year.
0: Okay. Best factory. I'm not going to be able to contribute to at all because like I have said numerous times <laughs> yeah, on the, the show. Steel makes everything. I'm a, <laughs> I, well, I'm a, I'm a uh, enthusiast, but not a, Nerd. Geek or nerd. nerd, so it doesn't matter to me what factory it was made. I most of the cigars, I couldn't tell you what factory they were made in. I could tell you where the factory was. It's made Nestily. It's made in Honduras. It's made in the River Valley. But what factory? I don't know. There's, there's, there's just so many different factories out there. So that's gonna, that's gonna be whatever, whatever the answer is, uh, Pat. It's going to be your opinion. <laughs> well. <laughs> I would say, based on
2: cigars I've smoked, just being a consumer, I would say Agonorsa had the best factory this year.
0: Why would you say Agonorsa?
2: HVC had a really phenomenal year, and then we saw, like, the re-releases of the Agnorsa Anniversary O, um, the Coroho especially, mm-hmm. so I would just say, Corojo like, factory-wise, and then I've smoked, the agonorsas I've smoked this year, like, they've been very consistent, the construction's been really good on them, I haven't had any issues with them, with them, so...
0: That's probably what I would put at. Um, I guess we'll just take your word for it. I, I'd argue, <laughs> I, I'd argue for <laughs>
1: There's
2: Well, has <clears throat> been doing. You know, they do the same thing. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to like new releases, <laughs> like they have one new release this year. Agonos has been pumping stuff out. I know we have our 25th anniversary cigar coming from them soon. Yep. And from what I've heard, from you know the rep, he's done. Like, Brett, like, it's a really good cigar, and it, it's you know it's. They're just putting new product out, it's consistent, it's good. They're private labels, their sub brands are doing really well as well. They're not just using all their good stuff for their main brands. Like, I, w- I would give it to Agnorsa.
0: Okay. What's but the other thing that you would so the best
2: packaging.
0: Best packaging.
2: And this is kind of a tough one because I mean I know Sean's over here yelling Rocky Patel, but Well, I, I think you have, to, you have Day. to you have to have to include
0: Rocky Patel in <laughs> yeah. best packaging for this year. The, the I was going to say most I want I unique... want a specific cigar that comes in a box. I want the best.
3: Street taco. Package. The, that the, that is the most unique cigar that came out, I think. The, 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 the DBS box
0: with its, you know, stitched mm-hmm. outer and inner <laughs> mids. That's freaking amazing packaging.
2: See, I'm weird, because Rocky, I think his best box is the Age Limited Rare, second release. I can agree. I really that think that that's is. his best box. Oh,
0: that's a box. very classic that's, kind of no-um-drum even... box, though. Yeah, well, I, 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 I would have it's...
2: to say it's
3: either the, the DBS or the White Label. You know, those are just clad. Like, the
2: White Label box is just class. You guys eliminating um, Foundations, uh... <laughs> The, the King
0: Tot one? No, I'm not that eliminating that was, at all. That and was I was absolutely I would I would also too. argue that the that the Olmec. Which one? The, the Signature? No, we didn't get that in here uh, though. The, yeah, the signature. That's that's what I want the, the one. Sen- the king
3: the Senator
0: box. has is great packaging, but the, the Olmec does too. And it, one of the things I love about the Olmec's packaging is it includes that. The black felt that picture, layer. That picture of the the puma on that. Yeah, yeah. It's the oldest known depiction, depiction of, of a cigar. cigar in history, and it's hundreds of years. Thousands. Before
3: Cubans Thousands. of years. Thousands. Thousands of years old. It's over two thousand years old. That picture. That it's picture's over two thousand years, 2000 2000
0: years, years old. old. So it's it's so much older than than anything we have from from Cuba. Mm-hmm. And incorporating that and the the picture of the the, the Olmec tribe Indiana, that's really cool too. Great pat, and then like you were saying, Dave, the felt boxes, mm-hmm. the sub box that you know that every layer of six in there is in this nice black felt box. Presentations on those. Yeah, are you got a too. tray, and then you're like, oh, it's gone. And then you're like, wait, oh, it's another layer. But wait, another yeah. more.
3: And it's in another black felt tray, you know. It, they did a really good job in that.
2: Yeah. But, I, I mean, the, uh, the... The new the Black Sinatra Diamond was...
0: packaging has been...
2: And I know they re... <clears throat> Jay Seaman rebranded the Black Diamond. The
0: Black Diamond packaging looks really great now. It is. It was a good upgrade. The Black Diamond packaging is a pain in the butt. <laughs> the, a is. pain it's in the butt. A blood. pain in the
3: butt. You a have to unwrap five freaking things just to get it That's out That's for of any
0: uh <laughs> any uh that and
3: you have to like you know
0: mm-hmm.
3: it's like getting a bad present from your uh, uncle, the, like the packaging and
0: the the uh that uh byron human ore that was that was person, pretty yeah. epic
2: <laughs> and, and, like the byron 1850s are good too but yeah. i would say like when it comes to like innovating packaging alfonso i would give it to, give it to alfonso but th- but the, the core line packaging is not oh, that fine. impressive though it just looks like a bandolero box now the display
0: humidor is different the display story, humidor freaking amazing but you
2: know I, I i probably would give my vote to rocky patel just because like the white label the dbs no i'm i'm a traditional guy though yeah i like cedar boxes wooden boxes that's yeah. the only thing that i'll knock them for i'm
3: so surprised you didn't say opus at all because yeah, it's it's not new boxes. though it's yeah not new. it's not new yeah, but they make crazy boxes. Well, no,
2: day. the Opus is my favorite box, but it's not a new box. I'm talking like this shipping. year what came out this year, the best box, which the Omega, I would give it the history behind it, the story. I think this and yeah, well, the uh signature but the, the age like limited rare the second release i honestly year. think is is one of my favorite boxes it was a perfect right but that didn't that didn't come Pets out this King. year it didn't but that's like out of rock i'll give rocky the boxes this year but like that one box out of his portfolio is my favorite box so, so what are
0: you saying is the best box the signature what's what's, what's, signature. what's the best one
3: signature
2: signature signature,
0: signature. S- signature. oh signature, signature. So it, it's funny because such a weird name. So
2: I, I made sure I got one of those boxes when they emptied, by the yeah. way. But what box? It looked the, the signature, okay. but I think it looked a lot better online than when we actually got them in. I was a little bit underwhelmed when oh. it came in.
3: I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was gorgeous.
4: That was actually a question I had the other day that I've actually I've been meaning to ask Pat specifically because it seems like something he would know about. Um, Today, on But when ask you talk Pat about like getting three, creative a about, Question for Pat. yeah when you talk about, like, getting creative for cigar boxes, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you know, like, you really should have, like, a cedar box or a wooden box because it holds the age better. But then you look at boxes like Rockies, where um, you're kind of like, okay, what material, this isn't traditional. Um, is there, um, like, something to be, like, gained um, or, you know, something that, like, you can't do for a cigar box? Like, what's the standard of a cigar box in order for, does it affect the cigar at all? Is it... Like how do they how do they decide? Is are there materials that are in that are out? Because um, I hear people argue all the time. Like, oh no, it, it needs to have cedar in it. It needs to have like A, B, and C. Is that inconsequential?
3: Well, I think the worst would probably be that year that Pete Johnson made that red paint thing, and all the yeah. cigars tasted like paint. So, like, <laughs> with <laughs> okay. I,
2: I mean, I'll answer it like subjectively, then I'll go to kind of an objective <laughs> standpoint to it. Personally, I like traditional boxes. You know i think that
3: like the 720 more boxes that yeah just...
2: like oh the old cuban style. So that's why the age limited rare second edition box is my favorite one it's and then the opus boxes it, it, i think it should be made out of wood cedar like that that's me because i, I this, when this, the, the cigars are always aging they're always going through the aging process you know expelling the impurities in the cigar and absorbing the environment that they're around so I think that when they're packaged in cedar, it's it's proper for it. You so know? did we
0: ever come to the conclusion of what was the best box of the year? We're coming back to that because I'm asking okay. question? question. <laughs> <All
2: right. laughs> Five so, years later. Like, everything Rocky does is a purpose. So it, I, I, he knows purpose. more than I do about his decisions, and I, I don't <clears> think he's neglectful of that. I think if you ask Rocky, you know, wood versus felt, leather, pleather, whatever – Pleather. I I, think, <laughs> the, I I think he sexy would say white wood. But the reality of it is right now is the wooden boxes are, re- are really difficult to manufacture. There's a lot of like issues getting materials. It's cost So, I think when you see boxes coming out that are extravagant like Rocky Patel's it's because he is trying to make sure that cigar can be readily available and, and there's no back like the Almec for instance mm-hmm. which love the cigar, I love the packaging, but I was watching a podcast of Nick on it and he said the initial back order of the of the almec was due to that little wooden tray in the box Mm. they couldn't make it you know so i think rocky in this case is taking a hit on that traditional approach to boxing to make an extravagant box but also be able to make sure if it's back ordered it's because of the tobacco not because of the materials okay well if you want to
3: talk about traditional boxing christoph nice rough cedar. i'm not going to lie to you i hate christoph's box I hate that's it. rough cedar and you got the fucking, you got your
0: tobacco leaves in there like yeah a, but then it's all painted and everything yeah, and,
2: christoph yeah. makes a killer killer cigar They're consistent products but i their boxes i'm not and for what they do now mind you the presentation we open the box Ooh. up it looks awesome it, it's phenomenal yeah. it's really good presentation as a tobacconist, that box annoys oh, me. Hey, oh, yeah, I, I totally aesthetic agree with you. Aesthetic-wise, you, know, you know, I would was... say if I had to choose from the most aesthetically pleasing and not looking at like subjectively what I think should be in a box, I would say the white label. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, but that didn't come out this year. All
2: right, the DBS then. DBS. Just because of the stitching, like it, it's it that's the stitching is so it.
0: unique, and so you know, no one's done that before. i i I could agree with that i'd still the olmec would be up there for me i'm
3: with the the king tut one that was just such a lot of the uh there was just so much um imagination put into that you know Mm -hmm. something that was found in king Tut's tomb and replicated that's you know not off that's
0: totally off the beaten path of what we see every day i thought that was awesome um, Sean, am I supposed to actually ask that of the audience? Yeah. Okay, so we have we have a, uh, a question that's been asked out in the audience that is probably valid. And uh, probably, so we, we want to acknowledge the, the audience here. And, and the question that uh, has been asked is, I will ask it of everybody by a show of hands, please. Whose pants are tighter, Bree's <laughs> or Pat's? <laughs> Which Pat? Which <laughs> Pat? Which Pat? There's
2: two Pat's here.
0: Pat, Pat, or Bree. <laughs> whose
2: pants are
0: tighter? <laughs> all right we gotta, uh, who, we gotta, who's we gonna go vote for Bree? we gotta go to the
4: internet
2: who's gonna vote do. for Bree? i have
4: give i have a ripple Rick, well, what do you think
2: our hacks to do look
0: at no guys one pants? no one's no one's raising for Bree. how about is that pat? why you're, is that all why right, you're pat who's pat pat yep. pat facebook says pat everybody says pat so Whoever everybody's everybody is is saying pat <laughs> yep so the tightest pants of 2023 goes to pat is it 2022 danny jump the year no, it's 2023, Pat. Have you seen the stuff this girl wears it's in been, here? It's been, ten, not even pants. it's been 10 days since 2022 ended, Pat. You have the tightest pants. I got, I got, I'll be targeted now. I got photos taken of me right we now. We have, we have an award for you and everything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> to celebrate pants the fact pants, that yes. Pat has the tightest pants. Pat will be buying the next round for everybody. <laughs> Congratulations, Pat. <laughs> oh, that dude, yeah. How about the most contagious pop of the year, Dan? Mm-hmm. Pat's
2: Pants!
0: The latest segment on Not Just Blowing Smoke. What happened to Pat's briefs? Oh, that's fun.
3: They went to the laundry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. Oh, my goodness. Uh, do you have anything else for us, Pat of the Pants? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What was um? You, you, want, you
2: want to uh, you want to give um Nurse Rick a headset and have him disclose what the hacks pick for their cigar of the year?
0: We could do that. We could do that. What? You might as well. What did uh? Yeah, we have we have uh one of the cigar hacks. We have Nurse Rick out in the audience watching. Friends of yeah, the no. shop. Hold on.
2: We can
3: do this real quick. I think. Can we? Nope. Okay.
0: Oh, he's leaving. His pants aren't tight at all. They're falling down. down. (laughs) It's
5: because I'm a nurse. All right.
0: Ready for enemies.
5: Hey, folks. What a great podcast. Thanks, Ray. Wonderful, wonderful podcast. Something we can learn as hacks from.
1: That's what she said.
5: So our top three cigars this year, it was kind of funny. Um, so we always, anything over a 9 on a uh, rating scale, 1 to a 10, we actually had 22 cigars that rated the share over a 9. It was a great year, wasn't it? It, it was a great, great year. great year. And um, the number one cigar, I think, came out to a 9.79, and that was the Rocky Patel um, Edge. Twentieth.
3: Uh, oh my gosh! What it a great blew
5: it, every single hack from the mild smokers to the uh, full-bodied smokers, voted high on that cigar. Was that
2: from the day that and the release with Rocky Patel? That was the, the release
5: from Rocky, and it was um it was absolutely out of this world that to the fact that we're all buying them. Um, from sec-
2: down from us downstairs. From all over, <laughs> I bought them here. Um,
5: and second right. was uh, which surprised me, but. It really didn't. was the Rocky Patel Double Broadleaf San Andreas. Which, um, which one? The 60? I we found the 60 to be we like the most. We, we, we smoked it at the shack. And it was, we got to smoke it before it actually got out. Because it came right from the uh, rep. Um, so. they, were, they were in shipping when, they, when he, he had one box. And that's where he shared it. Uh, he shared it with the Hex. And um, that came out to a uh, 9.64. And in third, which was very close, was the Aladino Lancero uh, Vintage Selection. My favorite. And that was a 9.57. Vintage, seven.
3: vintage is But amazing. again,
5: for the second year in a row, Rocky Patel has hit our top, considering we all smoke, you know, very different cigars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just congratulations, Rocky. Rocky won the best owner on the show. We had multiple owners. Um, Mike LaRiviere won the best rep on the show, on our show. So, uh, those were our favorites. Cool. Thank you, Brick. You know, nice pants, Pat.
0: Uh, thank you, Nurse Rick from the Cigar Hacks. Uh, great podcast. Uh, if you haven't heard them, go look them up. It's They're great friends of ours. And uh, I have to say, you know, when I smoked the Rocky Patel Edge 20th anniversary, in my mind, that's, that's the best Rocky Patel that's come out in years. I, you know, I like the white label. <clears throat> I like the DBS. I thought the Edge 20th was amazing mm-hmm. and uh, yep. easily Fantastic my favorite cigar. Rocky Patel. And the, the fact that it's right around that $10, $12, $13 price point Perfect. makes it even more enticing. Uh, but great. I, I, I'm very pleased that that was your pick for, for Cigar of the Year. Um, that's pretty much it, I think, for our show tonight. And uh, we're glad that you were with us. Hope you had a good time. We'll see you next week, Tuesday, 8 o'clock, for more Not Just Blowing Smoke. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke.
1: Rolling with the top down,